Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the desert, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I've traveled, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. And now, the savvy traveler himself, Rudy Maxa. Welcome aboard. I am indeed Rudy Maxa, a.k.a. the savvy traveler. And welcome to the first official weekend of summer. Nice to have you with us today. And I want to extend a special welcome to the newest station to join our family, KRDO of Colorado Springs, Colorado. Hello, Colorado Springs. Now, as you may know, Colorado Springs sits at the foot of Pikes Peak. And this weekend, on Saturday morning, the city celebrated Olympic Day with free sports clinics all around town, sponsored by the city and the U.S. Olympic Committee. That city, of course, is home to the U.S. Olympic Training Center. Colorado Springs is only about 61 miles from the state capital of Denver. And with just about a half million residents, it's Colorado's second largest city after Denver, though it's the state's largest city in terms of area. The Air Force Academy is located in Colorado Springs, and the Academy's famous chapel attracts many visitors. Now, when a Civil War general named William Jackson Palmer founded the city in 1871, alcohol was forbidden. General Jackson disapproved of a nearby town filled with saloons. He envisioned a Colorado Springs that would be a classy resort town, and so it became when he opened his own resort called Antler's Resort. The discovery of gold in nearby Cripple Creek in the 1890s supercharged growth, and today some 2 million people fly through the local airport, many of them using Pikes Peak Highway as a jumping-off point for bicycling, hiking, fishing, and exploring in the summer, and in the winter, of course, for skiing. This summer, the local Convention and Visitors Bureau is promoting tourism with what it calls its tank full of summer savings. Local hotels and other lodging properties, as well as restaurants and attractions, offer savings to visitors. Just click on the Colorado Springs CVB, that's the Convention Visitors Bureau website, and check out what's on offer, like a $20 gas card from the Comfort Inn South or 25% off a stay of at least three days at the Cheyenne Mountain Resort. So, KRDO is our newest station. It's the city of uh, Colorado Springs' premier news talk station, and I'm delighted that they're joining our lineup. All right, here's what's coming up this hour. I'm going to talk a bit about the September 19th, uh, excuse me, September 29th, 12-day tour of France that I've been inviting you to join me on with a man who oversees all of Colette Vacation's France tours. His name is Leon Dunch, and I'll start by asking him how a guy from Australia came to know so darn much about France. Then, did you know that the capital of Eritrea in Africa has a collection of some of the world's most gorgeous Art Deco buildings? Ah, it's true. We'll talk with an American who's helping to preserve and restore them. And our cruise expert, Paul Motter, takes a look at that stunning decision by Princess Cruises this week to stop calling on Puerto Vallarta in Mexico. As always, I'll have some deals of the week, but let's start with a look at this very busy week in the world of travel news. Well, from the folks who brought you fees for storing luggage in an overhead compartment, that would be Spirit Airlines, comes a new fee. $5 to have the airline print out your boarding pass at the airport if you can find an airline employee for Spirit at the airport. Or only $1 if you use an airport kiosk to do, it, to do that. Now, just as Sprint said when it announced that overhead luggage charge more than a year ago, airline management said flyers will see savings on tickets if the airline can save money with this move. Hmm. 
Air traffic controllers have come in for their share of bad publicity. Remember that controller who fell asleep at Washington's Reagan National Airport? Well, this week, it was the pilot's turn in the barrel, and air controllers turned out to be the sort of heroes. It began Monday night when an air controller prevented a near collision at New York's JFK Airport by telling a Lufthansa A340 pilot at the very last minute, or second, to abort a takeoff because an Egypt Air Boeing 777 was encroaching on the departure runway. That Lufthansa pilot slammed on his brakes and avoided a collision that could have cost 600 lives. Then there was a Southwest pilot who, clearly not knowing his radio microphone was on broadcast while he was in the air, spewed an obscene and insulting screed against gays and older flight attendants. And it was an air controller who reprimanded him and told him to, well, cool his jets. Now, I frankly intended to play a clip of this pilot's rant, but... I couldn't, found, couldn't find a soundbite that wasn't offensive, that wasn't filled with obscenities and such demeaning descriptions of flight attendants who didn't fit his idea of the kind of person he'd like to spend the night with that I decided to take a pass. You've probably heard it on the evening news. No need for me to replay it. You can find it on the web if you care enough to hear the very worst. Amazingly, after a day of sensitivity training, the pilot was back at work, though I can't imagine what kind of reception he'll be receiving from his co-workers that he so thoroughly trashed. Southwest Employees Union is protesting the apparent lack of punishment. And the Northern Hemisphere had its flight problems with volcanic ash uh, from Iceland. And this past week, the Southern Hemisphere should get a taste of that kind of, or got a taste of that kind of bad luck as well. The ash got worse for airports in Sydney and Melbourne, thanks to that Chilean volcano that shut down airports in some South American countries earlier this month. As we talk this weekend, meteorologists tell us the plume of ash is on its second way around the Earth. Amazing. By midweek, more than 120,000 airline passengers experienced, uh, had experienced flight cancellations or disruptions. That volcano, by the way, began erupting June 4th. It's already, you know, more than 20 days uh, in action. And the ski resorts such as uh, Bariloche are still clearing up ash and cleaning up ash, hoping they'll be able to open next week for the skiing season. I'm betting against that. Well, do you fancy a bit of skiing over the July 4th weekend here in the United States? You don't have to go to South America. The slopes are still open at at least one place in California, believe it or not. John Erty is the executive director of Mammoth Lakes Tourism, and I wanted to check in with him to get the latest snow report. Hey, John, nice to have you aboard. Pretty good morning. Well, first of all, describe for our listeners where Mammoth Lakes is, and then I want to hear it from you. The horse's mouth, skiing on the 4th of July? Absolutely. Yeah, Mammoth Lakes, we're in the, uh, we're kind of an epicenter. We're five hours from Las Vegas, five hours from Los Angeles, five hours from San Francisco, about two and a half hours from Yosemite and the eastern Sierra Mountains. So it's uh, kind of the center of everything. And yeah, skiing in July is, is an interesting one, but it, it, it's been an interesting winter. I think um, last time you were here, we were starting to get hammered with snow, and we ended the season just shy. Or it looks like we're going to end the season. I can't say that it won't snow again. But we're probably looking at ending the season right shy of 56 feet of snow for the year. You can't say it may not snow again? I can't. I actually can't say that. It's uh, it's a beautiful sunny morning here right now, and we had snow about a week and a half ago. And we had a beautiful powder day on Memorial Day weekend. So it's... Uh, it can do a lot of a lot of interesting things here when your um, when your town sits at about eight thousand feet and the summit of the mountain is at about eleven thousand feet. So we've got a still have a nine nine foot base on the mountain. So you really don't have to worry about bringing uh, you know, bringing anything to to avoid the rocks. It's no. uh, it's a phenomenal experience still. John, is this an unusual season, or does this happen every year? Well, you know, it's uh, last year we went until July fifth, so it's um, it's. It's fairly normal, but in, in uh, the grand scheme of things, this, this amount of snow for the eastern Sierra is, um, is pretty consistent. 
Wow. What uh, are snowboarders welcome there? Absolutely. It's and a what's huge a lift ticket? Mountain. I'm sorry. It's a huge snowboarding mountain. And what's a lift ticket cost for the weekend or for a day on a weekend? You know, right now I think the uh, the mountain is charging at seventy two dollars. I think. All right. Well, that that is just phenomenal, John. Why well, are you going skiing today? I am. That's actually my daughter's seventh birthday. So taking the family up, we're going to ski for about an hour, come back down, and I think we're going to play a little bit of golf and then maybe go over. There's a huge motocross event here uh, this weekend as well. So <laughs> we're going to get a, get a few different things in. So the golf courses are open and the and the mountain is still open for another few weeks. So we're going to take full advantage all, of it. All seasons in Mammoth Lake, California. Where can uh, people, what URL can you give us for more information? Yep, Hey, we hope to see you again soon, John. Thanks very much. Thanks, Rudy. Stick around when we come back. Uh, we're going to talk about France and uh, why that's a pretty fabulous place to visit, even if you can't ski in July. Don't go away. To participate in the program and speak with Rudy Maxa, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Attention savvy travelers, Rudy Maxa here. If you're like me, you can't afford to take chances when you travel. You need medical evacuation service that's dependable and won't cost you a fortune in hidden fees. You need MedJet Assist. As a member, if you're hospitalized over 150 miles from home, MedJet will arrange medical transfer to the hospital of your choice free of charge. Believe me, you won't find protection like this from any other company, which is why I'm a member. It's time to travel smarter. Visit TakeTripsNotChances.com and sign up today. MedJet Assist. Take trips, not chances. If you've never experienced Jellin with Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles, you've never walked all the way to work on top of cushy throw pillows, or worked a jackhammer while standing in a field of beautiful daisies. That's because Jellin does more than change the way you feel. It changes your state of mind. So I can teach my class while enjoying the soft white sand under my feet. Experience outrageous comfort for yourself. Just go to Walmart and look for Dr. Scholl's massaging gel insoles. Are you Jellin? I'm glad I have feet. Captain Mark Johnson tests Bullfrog Sunblock in the Florida Keys. I spend nearly 300 days a year on the water in my boat. And of all the sunblocks that I've used, Bullfrog is by far the best and the one I use every day. It dries really quick and it is not greasy. It doesn't wash off. It doesn't run in your eyes. It also survives if you jump in and go swimming. It is definitely waterproof. And that's real important. Try new Bullfrog Water Armor Sport. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, use as directed. Amdro Kills Ants presents the Household Ant Requiem. If you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home, you need Andro Kills Ants bait stations and stakes inside and outside your house. Andro Kills Ants is a bait ants love, so they eat it and die. And that's a tune that'll keep your house humming. Find Andro Kills Ants' entire line of products at a Lowe's near you. Join Rudy Maxa. Call 800-387-8025. You can email the show at info at rudymaxa.com. Now back to Rudy Maxa's World. 18 after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa. This portion of the show is brought to you by our friends at Colette Vacations. Uh, I've been talking about this for a few weeks. We're going to talk about it more in just a moment in more detail with a man who knows a lot more about it than I do. But uh, I'm inviting you to join me and the radio show in Paris 
uh, where we're going to begin a 12-day France Magnifique tour. Uh, this is going to be a trip that's going to take us, uh, I'll talk more about that in a minute, but we're going to hit some really, some great high points in France. Uh, we're going to go over to the coast uh, uh, and see where, uh, uh, see the famous Normandy beaches. Uh, we'll spend a little time in the Loire Valley. We're going to go down to Provence and to Nice on the French Riviera and Monte Carlo. Uh, this is uh, this is going to be a great trip. Uh, we're talking great food, great wine, a lot of culture, a lot of beautiful scenery. Uh, and uh, Colette's got a special deal going on for just our radio show listeners. You'll save $700 per couple because the round-trip companion airfare is only $399. That's $399. You can learn more by going to RudyMaxa.com. Just slide on down that homepage and click on Colette Vacations. You'll get a day-by-day breakdown of the itinerary, see what meals are included. The hotels are all terrific hotels. Uh, or you can call Colette directly at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. And to the point of this France trip, I thought it might be interesting to talk to the man who puts together these trips for Colette Vacations. His name is Liam Dunch. Liam, welcome to Rudy Max's World. Nice to have you in the house. Hello, Rudy. It's a pleasure to be with you. Thanks. Uh, when I when I mentioned you were going to be in the show at the top of the hour, I said my first question to you was going to be, how does an Australian become an expert on France? Uh, <laughs> well, I was, had the very good fortune that my father worked for Qantas Airlines as I was a child. And so actually we spent a lot of our childhood traveling. And uh, we were actually posted to London for three years, which affected my accent a little bit. And... Um, there we are, and then uh, so I always had been bitten by the travel bug. Uh, traveled all through my through my life, and so when the opportunity came to work for Colette Vacations, it was a natural fit. And how long have you been working for the company? I've been 13 years with Colette now. And you are, I mean, I guess for lack of a better phrase, you're really in charge of the tours of France, aren't you? That's correct, yes. And how do you do that? Do you go and do you see every hotel that guests stay, that travelers stay in? Do you see every site? Do you help plot the itinerary? Do you hire the guides? We do uh, almost all of that. We have a separate department that's responsible for our tour managers. Uh, Our tour managers all work full-time for Colette Vacations. We have one of the most professional teams of tour managers in the industry, Uh, so they have a, a separate department, but I do everything else that you mentioned. I, we, we value very much our personal relationships with the vendors in the different countries we work in, and so every year I do travel to France and the other destinations I'm responsible for, and I do see all of the hotels. I, I actually write the itineraries. I make adjustments based on the feedback we get from our clients as the tours progress. And uh, so, yeah, I have the great good fortune to be able to actually go and experience these things. Yeah. Tell me about the, uh, the, the, at least the class of hotels that would be on this uh, France Magnifique tour that, uh, uh, that starts September 29th. Sure. Well, one of our values as a company is that we, we uh, consider ourselves to be a four-star company. We're not a uh, super deluxe and uh, a super expensive operator, but we're not also in that sort of bargain basement. We, we have what we feel is a pretty good position in between those two uh, levels. So we use good quality uh, three, four-star hotels. And one of our main values is that the hotel should be centrally located in the cities that we're visiting. So the hotel in Paris is uh, literally just about three blocks from the Eiffel Tower on the banks of the Seine. Uh, we use our hotel in Avignon, which is directly uh, just uh, footsteps away from the Palace of the Popes. And the hotel in Nice is likewise centrally located and very fine quality as well. 
Now, tell uh, hit some of the highlights of this this trip. I have uh, uh, I've been fortunate enough to be in uh, all of these places. Oh, I've never been to a winery in Vouvray. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but you know them so much better than uh, than most. Uh, what if you were at a cocktail party or a dinner party and somebody said, "So, what's the deal on this trip here? Why why should I go on it?" What would you uh, tell them, Liam? Let me remind our listeners. Liam, my guest is Liam Dunch. He is in charge of tours of France for Colette Vacations. They're the folks who put together a trip with uh, for our listeners uh, beginning September 29th, a 12-day tour, and I thought it'd be interesting to have Liam on because he knows this itinerary intimately. Okay, go ahead, Liam. Uh, convince me I ought to uh, join this trip. Sure. Well, one of the things really that I like uh, about this tour is that it gives you really a great coverage of what France is about from north to south. Um, there are quite a few tours that do different regions in France, mm -hmm. or you can just go to Paris. But really, if you want to get the idea of what the country is like, you're going to see on this tour not only Paris and the Riviera and the big cities and bustling communities there, but you're also going to see the, the countryside in between. And that's what makes it a real pleasure. You're going to start, of course, with Paris, the, the city of lights. You know, it's uh, such an amazing city, one of the world's just great places. And uh, you're going to really soak that up, cruise the Seine, the, the cabaret at the Paradis Latin, which is one of my favorite things in, in France, wine, champagne, fa fabulous dinner and a great French show. You know, see that incredible architecture of Paris, have some time to uh, wander the streets and just soak up the atmosphere. But then you get out of the city and relax a little bit, take off for Normandy the farms and the, the countryside of Normandy. And, of course, the main reason we go there is to honor the... Uh, honor the great sacrifices that were made in our past and to see the, the beaches there uh, at Normandy. So we visit actually many of the sites that are associated with the Normandy landings, uh, quite a few of the different museums and quite a few of the beaches and cemeteries there as well. There's a great new world, well, new to in the last few years, the World War II Museum there, isn't there? Yes, in Cannes. It's uh, the Memorial Peace Museum. I, I actually had the chance to visit them just at the beginning of this year, and I was very, very impressed. It's a fantastic center. Uh, it's very modern, very, very well done, and just fascinating, actually. Uh, you could spend literally hours and hours and hours and not, not see everything that they have to, uh, to show you in that museum. Um, it's not all uh, not all memorials, though. We do actually visit also a cider farm. Normandy's famous for the apples and for the Calvados, the apple brandy. And so we visit one of those uh, those manufacturers there, a small family farm, uh, to give you a sample of uh, what they're uh, what they're known for there. Liam, you mentioned uh, when you were discussing Paris, you said time to wander around. That that's really important to me. Is is there time built into these tours where folks can just go out on their own and 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 walk the streets and and shop there, and look at what they is. want to look at? And typically, what we like to do, Rudy, is that we like to have try and strike a balance, um, particularly as as. Uh, travel progresses now as it develops, people more and more want some independence, even if they're traveling with an organized group. And so we do try to strike that balance. And typically, we're going to have multiple night stays in most of the places we are. Um, they're all two night stays on this particular tour. And generally, when we are at the beginning of that stay, we'll be more uh, escorted. So we'll have a city tour. We'll introduce everybody to the city so that people have a chance to get their bearings and don't feel like they've just been abandoned in a strange foreign place. Um, and then after that, once you've been sort of armed with the, the knowledge and the tools, then, then we give you time to go out and explore on your own. 
that so to me is terrific. Now we only have a minute and a half left, so hit the high points for Aix en Provence and and uh, Avignon. Yeah, and the... yeah. So we go uh, down to the Loire Valley. You see two of those fabulous chateaux, the Chateau de Chenonceau, which is one of the ones oh. you see in most of the French uh, tourism brochures and promotional material. You get to see Clos Lucet, which is where Da Vinci spent the last part of his life. So they have a showcase of his uh, inventions and his creations there. Uh, and then on the TGV, which is the high-speed train, uh, it travels at a top speed of about 190 miles an hour, and that whisks you down to Avignon and Provence in just less than three hours. And so you get to spend some time in Provence, uh, the land of artists, uh, Cézanne and Van Gogh. Uh, you see uh, Avignon, Aix-en-Provence, uh, go to Grasse, where they make the famous perfumes, and then you end up on the Riviera. And so staying in Nice, right in the center of the town in Nice, right on the Place Massena, which is the main uh, place, main square, and then uh, a little trip over Monaco to see just the glittering lights of Monaco and the casino at Monte Carlo. And perhaps see the newlyweds. Maybe, yes, maybe, that's right. Well, uh, Liam, I, I can't wait. It sounds like a terrific trip, and uh, as I said at the top of this interview, our listeners are invited to join us. You can Go to RudyMaxa.com and click on Colette Vacation. Just scroll down the homepage a bit and you'll see a box, or you can call Colette directly at 800-762-5345. Liam, I appreciate your attention to detail in putting together a trip that allows some free time and, uh, and a great survey of, of, of a terrific country called France. Thanks very much, Rudy. It's my pleasure. All right. Nice talking to you. Nice talking to you, too. Thank you. Liam Dunch, uh, Dunch excuse me, uh, organizes uh, the France tours for the company Colette Vacations. It's a family-owned company that's been in business for decades, and uh, I think quite a bit of it. So uh, join us uh, September 29th. It's a 12-day 12 uh, 12-day tour of France. It's a great way, if you've never been to France, it's a great way to sample uh, a lot of uh, different, different neighborhoods, so to speak, in the country and figure out where you want to go buy your country home. We'll come back in just a moment. We're going to talk, we're going to go to a different continent, to Africa, and find out about this Art Deco community in Eritrea. Stay with us. Rudy Max's world is coming right back. So get on the phone now at 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. You can also enjoy the program anytime at RudyMaxa.com. Here's a terrific excursion that can't be missed. And if you book your reservations now, you'll save $700 per couple. Join the radio show and me for a fun vacation that includes adventure, culture, European romance, great food and wine. The 12-Day France Magnifique Tour begins September 29th. We'll explore Paris, Nice, Avignon, Normandy, the French Riviera, Monaco, and more. Call Colette Vacations at 800-762-5345. That's 800-762-5345. Or go to RudyMaxa.com. Companion airfare is just $399. AutoZone. No matter how high gas prices go, you've got to keep going. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone is on your side with easy gas-saving tips to help you keep going all summer. Doing a simple tune-up, pouring in a fuel treatment, and maintaining proper tire pressure can go a long way to help you get the most mileage possible out of your car. So don't let high gas prices keep you from getting where you need to go. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone.
To participate in the program, call now at 800-387-8025 or log on to RudyMaxa.com. Here's Rudy Maxa. 33 minutes after the hour, you're in Rudy Max's world, the nation's most widely syndicated radio travel show. Huh. Whoever thought I'd grow up to be able to say that? I didn't. Hey, welcome back. Nice to have you in-house. I promised at the top of the hour we'd talk about a very, well, unusual to me. It's certainly not unusual if you happen to live in Eritrea, but I didn't know uh, that this former Italian colony uh, and uh, its capital city of Asmara has, uh, has one of the uh, most special collections of Art Deco buildings in its center. Joining me to talk about that is a man who uh, works with a group of folks to preserve those buildings and, in fact, restore them. His name is Robert Allegrini. He is the Vice President of Communications in the Americas for the uh, luxury brand of Hilton's Worldwide. Nice to have you with us, Robert. Hi. Nice to be with you, Rudy, and you summarized that uh, quite nicely about Asmara. It's really a special city with one of the greatest collections of Art Deco architecture in the world. Now, uh, how did that come to be, Robert? Well, I'll tell you, um, the, the city was built largely in the 1920s and 30s at a time when uh, Italy was exporting most of its immigrants to other parts of the world, and Mussolini, who was in power, wanted to keep those immigrants really under the Italian flag. So set about building uh, a little Italy in a remote corner of East Africa and wound up building one of the most beautiful cities, widely regarded as one of the, the loveliest capitals in Africa, Asmara. I never knew. Now, you're a member of the American Society of the Italian Legions of Merit, which is an organization, obviously, of Italian-Americans. Right. And uh, have been decorated by the Italian government, and um, this, uh, this organization sponsored uh, a delegation to go to Asmara to study the architecture and see what could be done to restore it. Because now, what paint, has us, happened, a, oh, paint us a word picture of what you found when you got there. Uh, a city that essentially has not changed uh, in over half a century. Because the Italians uh, left Eritrea after the end of the Second World War, and the country was confederated with uh, Ethiopia, uh, much to the displeasure of uh, most of the Eritreans who um, went on to fight a 30-year civil war of, uh, of independence uh, against the, uh, the Ethiopians and wound up winning uh, now and have been independent again for 20 years. During that whole period after the Second World War, while they were fighting the Ethiopians, uh, nothing was done to the capital whatsoever. So you have basically a city that is intact today as it was in 1945 at the end of the Second World War. So in effect, the misfortune of Eritrea, uh, you know, it, it, it really helped preserve this architecture because nobody had the time and money to build a quote-unquote modern box-like city. That's exactly right, and that's why it remains one of the greatest examples of, of the Art Deco period um, still intact in the world. And so, it's under consideration to be a UNESCO World Heritage Site as a result of that. So it's, would, a little, would, it's a little piece of Italy uh, still in, in Africa to a large extent uh, because the, uh, the native uh, population um, still enjoys many of the habits of the former Italian colonizers. Um, you can still get wonderful pasta and espresso and uh, go for an evening passeggiata and have some gelato. So all, all of these aspects are still alive and well in Eritrea. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. So would, would I see these pastel-colored buildings that might be reminiscent of South Beach in Miami? Yes, you would. Uh, it, would the, it looks, uh, I had it described to me as looking like Spumoni, uh, and the colors of Spumoni, all these wonderful pastel colors to the buildings, and the, the Italians planted palm trees throughout the, uh, the capital. So it really has the, uh, the air of, uh, of Miami in many ways. 
This isn't this no is ocean, a, however. <laughs> no ocean, exactly. It's, it's actually is, built on the high plains of Eritrea, and uh, it's remarkable to get to Asmara, the capital. If you're coming from the seacoast, you literally have to ascend through the clouds because it's that high. It's much higher than Denver as a city, uh, and as such, it's blessed with a, a beautiful climate. It's sort of a perpetual spring year-round in Asmara. And how is the tourism infrastructure? How does one get there? Uh, well, regrettably, not easily. Um, because of the ongoing situation with, uh, with Ethiopia, there is not a current state of war, but it's a very tense situation. Uh, there is not a lot of, uh, of tourism, which is, is sad because it has a lot to offer. Um, it has a wonderful uh, seacoast along the Red Sea, um, the main city uh, along the Red Sea being Massawa, uh, and then a lot of uh, interesting geography and interesting historical sites throughout the entire country. And how, how are hotels? There are some lovely hotels, not many, but we stayed in a restored uh, hotel called uh, Appropriate Enough Hotel Italia uh, that was built in the <laughs> 1890s and lovingly restored just in the last uh, few years into its formal, former splendor. There's also a very large uh, hotel that's certainly suitable for Western travelers called the Asmara Palace Hotel that uh, has every latest convenience. Is this an expensive destination? No, it's a very inexpensive destination um, once you get there um, and um, certainly has a lot to offer in terms of uh, people that would like to go shopping, um, people that enjoy good food because you can still get wonderful Italian meals, and uh, people that enjoy a beautiful climate. Robert, this is just a fascinating glimpse on a, on a part of the world that many, most of us know nothing about. I've never been there, and it, I, I, I would love to go. I, I just find this incredibly intriguing. Well, as I say, you know, it's like going back into time. Uh, Asmara, because of its location above the clouds, has been likened to Shangri-La, and that really is an appropriate description of it. It's going back in time into the Italy of, uh, of the 1930s, uh, and in many ways that was a lovely place to be. Thank you, Robert, for taking time out of your weekend to spend with us here in Rudy Max's World. Appreciate it. My pleasure, Rudy. Thank you. Robert Allegrini is a vice president of communications with Hilton, the luxury brands worldwide. You know the hotels. Uh, you can learn more about Eritrea by, well, going to Wikipedia to start. Stick around. We'll be right back. Call now to talk to Rudy Maxa at 800-387-8025. You can also email the show anytime at info at rudymaxa.com. Amdro Kills Ants presents The Household and Requiem. If you find yourself shrieking in disgust because ants are invading the harmony of your clean kitchen and home, you need Amdro Kills Ants bait stations and sakes inside and outside your house. Amdro Kills Ants is a bait ants love, so they eat it and die. And that's a tune that'll keep your house humming. Find Amdro Kills Ants' entire line of products at a Walmart near you. Outdoor education leader Stuart Chapin puts Bullfrog Sunblock to the test. Working as a raft guide, you're in the sun all day long. Bullfrog gives me better protection for longer under harder conditions. Kayaking or surfing. We also use it when we go mountaineering and we're getting the reflection off of the snowpack. Super good. Even when you're swimming, even when you're sweating hard, Bullfrog really stays on you. Try new Bullfrog Water Armor Sport. Bullfrog Sunblock, the toughest waterproof protection under the sun. Based on testing standards, uses directed. I'm Jim Cook, brewer and founder of Sam Adams. There's a rhythm to the season, so at Sam Adams, we develop styles of beer to accompany that. We brew Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, Winter Lager, Noble Pills, and right now, there's Summer Ale. 
Samuel Adams Summer Ale is a flavorful wheat beer. It has a nice spice note and a little lemon zest. It's brewed with a historic brewing spice called Grains of Paradise. But just like summer, Summer Ale won't be around for long. Boston Beer Company, Boston Mass. Save responsibly. If you've never experienced gelin with Dr. Scholl's Massaging Gel Insoles, you've never walked all the way to work on top of cushy throw pillows, or worked a jackhammer while standing in a field of beautiful daisies. That's because gelin does more than change the way you feel. It changes your state of mind. So I can teach my class while enjoying the soft white sand under my feet. Experience outrageous comfort for yourself. Just go to Walmart and look for Dr. Scholl's Massage and Gel Insoles. Are you gelling? I'm glad I have feet. Could switching to Geico really save you 15% or more on car insurance? Can you find anything on the internet? Well, I'm sure you can, but don't take my word for it. Just ask this talking dog who can only say, I love you. Roll the clip. One more time, talking dog. For a free rate quote, visit Geico.com to see how much you could save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. AutoZone. No matter how high gas prices go, you've got to keep going. Get in the zone. AutoZone. AutoZone is on your side with easy gas-saving tips to help you keep going all summer. Doing a simple tune-up, pouring in a fuel treatment, and maintaining proper tire pressure can go a long way to help you get the most mileage possible out of your car. So don't let high gas prices keep you from getting where you need to go. Get to AutoZone today. Get in the zone. AutoZone. This segment of the program is brought to you by MedJet Assist. Unlike other evacuation services, only MedJet Assist lets you decide which hospital will be your final destination. Regardless of the nature of your illness or injury, if you're hospitalized while traveling, they'll be there for you. So take trips, not chances, and visit MedJetAssist.com or go to RudyMaxa.com and look under radio sponsors for more info. 43 minutes after the hour, I'm Rudy Maxa. You're in Rudy Maxa's world. From time to time, we uh, uh, welcome our old buddy Paul Motter back on the show. He is a, uh, a cruise ship expert and our cruise ship expert, and he is uh, chief of cruisemates.com. That's a website to go to if you want to keep up with the latest on cruise news, if you'd like to look at reviews of cruise ships so you can tell which one might fit your personality. There's even a, a cruising glossary. If you don't happen to know the difference between uh, a bow and a bridge and uh, or, a, or a bulbous bow, now you can find out at cruisemates.com. Uh, we invited Paul. I invited Paul on today uh, today because, well, Paul, something pretty shocking happened in the cruise industry this week, didn't it? Um, well, I guess you could say it's pretty shocking. It's that Princess Cruises decided to cancel Puerto Vallarta as a port of call. Yeah, and I, I guess particularly if you're uh, an executive with the Mexican Tour, uh, Bureau, Tourism Bureau, it's pretty shocking and and distressing. Uh, well, have there been incidents in Puerto Vallarta of violence against uh, 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 tourists, visitors, and cruisers? Um, there was one reported incident against a tourist, but not a cruise tourist. But no, Puerto Vallarta is, is considered fairly safe. What happened is the State Department put out a warning against U.S. government workers going to the, a small town about 200 miles away from Puerto Vallarta. And honestly, I don't know why the line canceled Puerto Vallarta. It, it's a perfectly safe port to me. Well, I was surprised. I uh, earlier this year was in Puerto Vallarta and uh, uh, nearby in Putamita, and I've never considered it a you know a hotbed of drug 
kingpin violence or, or, or army or, you know, drug army wars. No. Uh, this is a blow, isn't it? It, it is for the Mexican government, and it's really, it's all about their image, I think. And um, I'm, I'm not sure what the underpinning reason is, but it, it sure says that Mexico needs to do something about their image. Yeah, I, I, uh, from what all I can see, and you study this more than I do because you're, you're on it 24-7, uh, the prince's statement was fairly uh, non-revelatory, sure. to put it one way, right? Exactly. It just sort of said, we're not going there anymore. Well, it actually cited the violence in, in those small villages, which have about 300 people and 1,000 billy goats. You but know, you said they're miles, miles away. away from Puerto Vallarta. Nobody on a cruise ship goes that far uh, sightseeing, do they? No, of course not. And, and actually, Puerto Vallarta, you know, they canceled Mazatlan about three months ago, which makes sense to me because it's not that nice of a port of call, mostly because the ships just stop in an industrial area and there's nothing close by. But Puerto Vallarta, the ships stop on the beach close to a lot of hotels, and there's, you know, horse riding and parasailing and things like that right, right by the ship. So other ships are still going to Puerto Vallarta. All right, let's turn our attention to uh, Southern California. In the next year, it's losing, and so is Mexico, because a lot of those cruise ships from there go to south to Mexico. It's losing uh, some of its uh, 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 ships as well, isn't it? Yeah, it, it's amazing, actually. Back in 2005, 100 point, I'm sorry, 1.22 million cruisers left from Los Angeles vast majority going to Mexico, and that number was cut in half in 2011, down to 600,000 cruisers. And next year, it'll only be 450,000 cruise departures from Los Angeles. That's uh, an amazing drop. Now, is, do we attribute that to violence in Mexico as well? Um, you know, Mex violence is the, the most cited reason by the cruise lines, but it really translates to, into reluctance by people to book cruises going to Mexico because of their impression about Mexico. Hmm. hmm. Right or wrong. And, and, of course, these cancellations only feed that. Like, see, I, I told you so, right? Right. That's well, great. Paul, we'll keep an eye on this. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll appreciate it. How is cruising generally doing worldwide this season? Cruising is doing fairly well. Um, you know, this double dip came as something of a surprise. Carnival's last earnings statement was down. The Mediterranean is overcrowded with ships right now, so cruises are cheap, but Alaska is doing better than expected. Okay. All right, Paul, we'll, we'll keep up with you, keep up with cruising through you, and I thank you for taking time out today to talk to us. Thank you. You can read more of Paul Monter's writing. He writes every week a terrific column on either a cruise ship or what's going on in the industry at cruisemates.com. Com. Check him out there. Uh, you know, let me just throw in a little news item here that I didn't have time for. You know, what are the odds that you'd board a flight and have the plane have to return to the airport twice for mechanical problems? Well, that's what happened to British Airways passengers this week who reportedly screamed in terror as a flight from the U.K. to Malaga descended quickly with mechanical problems. A couple of hours later, passengers boarded another flight that developed landing gear problems 30 minutes into the flight. And once again, oxygen masks dropped and the plane had to return to the airport. British Airways offered an apology. Glad I wasn't on those flights. I'll be right back with some deals of the week. A little more news for you. Don't touch that dial. Rudy Max's World phone lines are open now, so call us at 800-387-8025. We'll be back after these messages.
segment of Rudy Max's World is brought to you by Service Magic. Now you can hire pre-screened home pros with confidence for repairs, remodeling, plumbing needs, maid services, and so much more. Visit www.homebuild411.servicemagic.com. That's homebuild411.servicemagic.com. Boy, 52 minutes after the hour. This Is it just me, or is this hour gone by really quickly? It's just flying by. Um, I told you just before the uh, commercial break about the uh, poor British Airways passengers who's, who are flying out of the U.K. toward a uh, vacation in Malagra. Um, twice, two planes couldn't get further than 30 minutes from the airport without turning around for mechanical difficulties and uh, the pilot, the, the uh, passengers screaming in terror. Well, then there's the case of the uh, Delta Airlines passenger flying from London to Minneapolis, St. Paul, aboard a Delta flight. Uh, if his story is true, he's the latest example of the power of social media get, to get the attention of a big company. Traveler Simon Hayes says his bag went missing for four days when he left London headed to the United States. And when it was returned, it was clear someone had urinated all over the inside of his luggage. The overwhelming stench of urine. That's what British traveler Simon Hayes says greeted him when he opened the bag that Delta Airlines had lost four days earlier as he traveled from London to Minneapolis. It's just absolutely disgusting. Hayes was so angry he did a show and smell on his hotel bed and posted it on YouTube, displaying everything from his damp shorts... My pajamas. ...to his stained work trousers. The smell coming off these is like either... Well, somebody with a serious renal issue has peed. Okay, the reporter on that story is uh, one of my favorite CNN reporters, Jeannie Moose. She does sort of their offbeat stories. That was her voice you heard narrating it. Now, actually, uh, Mr. Hayes posted that YouTube video after, he says, after co many complaints to Delta went unanswered. Uh, that YouTube uh, video quickly went viral. When I checked it uh, uh, a couple hours ago, more than 330,000 people had clicked on it, and it caught the attention both of Jeannie Moose at, C at CNN, who, uh, uh, who did the report that you heard a, a clip from a moment ago, uh, as well as Delta. So uh, they called him up and said, you know, we saw your YouTube video. We're sorry. Uh, they offered him a $250 uh, check plus an upgrade to the front of the plane on the way home from the U.S. Uh, by the way, if you want to see the whole, uh, the whole uh, uh, video, it's called Thanks Delta Airlines for Using My Bag as a Toilet. Thanks, Delta Airlines, for using my bag as a toilet. Uh, Mr. Hayes claims beside the smell of urine, uh, uh, a Dolce & Gabbana uh, a bottle of uh, cologne or, or men's fragrance uh, was missing from his bag as, as well. Now, i got to tell you, Mr. Hayes seems like a well-spoken fellow, but I, I can't attest to the veracity of his claims. I can't say it was Delta that did this if this, in fact, happened. Now, this would be a very weird hoax if it's not true, so I am inclined to believe this happened, but I couldn't find Mr. Hayes to interview him. So for the moment, his story stands as far as I'm concerned. Again, I don't know if it's Delta's fault. The bag was in various places for four days, so anybody could have uh, done what he claimed, uh, what he was uh, claiming. Uh, but as I mentioned, once again, a complaint shouted out to the world got more attention than a disgruntled passenger who apparently couldn't get through the airline on more conventional means. So the power of social media, chalk up another one. It reminds me of that classic YouTube video called United Breaks Guitars. Remember that? It's received so far more than 10.5 million views, and it's a very, very clever video. Check it out. It's called United Breaks Guitars on YouTube. Okay, a couple deals here before we uh, close out the hour. And, and uh, oop, there's that deal of the week soundbite, the cash. 
cash register, that means you're going to save some money because you're listening to the right radio show. Got a bunch of, last week I did a bunch of uh, hotel sales. This week it's airline sales. Uh, American Airlines has put the world on sale uh, with flights overseas. Now, here's the thing. Underline this right away. You got a book by Midnight Central Time on June 30th. Midnight Central Time on June 30th. So you got only got a, a couple more days left. Uh, this is for trips to Europe and to the United Kingdom for travel beginning October 10th through, let's see, for, uh, for, oh, for Europe and UK. You got to tra begin travel between October 10th and December 1st. For all other destinations, begin travel between September 6th and December 5th. you got to complete all of your travel by December 8th, no matter where you're going. The cheapest fares are available on Monday through Wednesday, departures between the U.S. and U.K., Monday through Thursday, and all other routes. There are no blackout dates for travel to the U.K., uh, Europe, China, and Japan. Well, that's interesting. That's interesting. For all other destinations, uh, avoid the blackout dates of November 17th through the 27th. I presume that's Thanksgiving. But no blackout dates for travel to the U.K., Europe, China, and Japan. A Saturday night stay, uh, minimum stay is required for that Europe-U.K. travel. A three-night minimum stay for all other destinations. You can only stay up to 30 days on these deals. Uh, sample fare is uh, Baltimore to the Dominican Republic, $458, including all taxes. D.C. to Belize, $585. Austin to Los Cabos, Mexico, $552. Chicago to Grand Cayman, $444. Uh, not bad deals. Not bad deals. Those those fares actually include uh, taxes and, uh, and uh, well, taxes, which is a big part of a, a, a thing. So check it out at AA.com. This is a worldwide travel sale. But remember, you got a book for your travel uh, beginning in October and ending by December 8th, speaking generally. You got a book by June 30th, midnight central time. Check that out. And here's a little thing. Uh, Air, Air Canada is going to give you 30% off your next Air Canada ticket if you know how to, if you know to mention a promo code. We're going to post it uh, at Facebook at Rudy Maxa-TV Show. Uh, I'll tweet it as well. I'll give you that promo code because it's really complicated and long. If your station's leaving us this hour, we'll see you next week. The rest of us, most of our stations are sticking around for the second hour. we got lots of stuff coming up. Don't go away. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World. And as always, you're hearing must-hear radio on the SSI Radio Network.